0: a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on Leading & Learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading & Learning. This is episode 85, and today we're asking the really important question, should your church, should your organization, or should your business have written job descriptions. Most of the churches that I work with in the capacity of consultant do not have written job descriptions for their staff, the paid staff, or for their volunteers. And even as I talk to to other leaders, whether they're business leaders or other nonprofit leaders, um and, and and sometimes I'll even ask this question, do you have written job descriptions for, for your staff? And the answer is almost always no. There seems to be this idea that because my my business is small or because our church is only 100 or 200 people um, or even maybe bigger, we don't need written job descriptions. And I think this is a huge mistake. In fact, I think this is one of those things that can actually hold us back from growing and becoming the, the, the type of organization that um, can grow and have a bigger impact. So I'm going to give you five reasons um, that uh, written job descriptions are important, and uh, there's probably others we could think of, but I think these five will at least get you thinking and uh, maybe get the discussion started. Uh, Number one, a written job description clarifies exactly what kind of skills that we're hiring for. Because ultimately, when you're uh, putting a person in a position, you're looking for a person with a certain set of skills. Now, sometimes in the church or in the nonprofit realm, or even sometimes in business, we hire based on the person. Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a colleague, maybe it's somebody that we've known for a long time. Maybe it's just somebody that we really like, and we hire based on personality. The problem is the personality may not always fit the position that we're hiring for. So by writing out a job description... um, we force ourselves to to decide exactly what we're looking for in that position. I mean, if we're hiring for an associate pastor, what position uh, or what skills are you looking for in that position? If you're looking for somebody that can oversee the the IT infrastructure for your small business, what kind of skills are you looking for? So it's really important to write out these skills, um, write out exactly what you're looking for, Um, What would the perfect person be capable of? So write this out because it's going to help you clarify as you begin to look uh, to fill that position. Number two, the job description, and I love this, the job description can also give a sense of our culture, our organizational culture. You know, every church has a particular culture. Every business has a particular culture. Um, and it's really important that we maybe convey some of that through the job description. And I've read some really creative ones that really give you a little bit of insight into the, the corporate think or the way that the, the leadership thinks in this particular organization. And it's really good because somebody on the outside who's applying for a job there, they're going to get a sense right away um, of whether they might be a good fit or not. Or they're going to be able to get an idea if this is a company they might like working for. Because there's going to be some particular cultures that certain people aren't going to feel comfortable working in. So we can use our our, our job description to um, let people get a better idea of who we are as an organization. You know, a well-written job description can save you a lot of time, money, and hassle as you go through the recruitment process. So, Don't be afraid to to convey a little bit of who you are as an organization as you put this job description together. Number three, a job description is very important for the employee. You want each person that comes to work with you to be part of your team to have a very clear description of what their job is going to be. You want them to understand up front what their responsibilities and duties are. You want want them to know up front what you expect from them. You want to spell out very clearly what their job will look like. Because if you don't, It's very, very possible and very likely that you're going to end up with misunderstandings about what that person's role is going to be. Because if it's not in writing, it's very easy to forget conversations that you had during the hiring process. Um, So by writing it out and making it very clear, even having them sign it and giving them a copy of it, um, there's not going to be any misunderstandings at all about what they're required to do, about what time they're supposed to be at work, about who they report to, about what their responsibilities are. So write it out. It's going to help you so much in the long run. And then, God forbid, down the road you end up in a situation where you have to fire somebody But that job description would actually be the tool that helps you get rid of the person who ended up being a wrong fit or the person who wasn't doing their job. Because you can go back to their job description and and, and point out and say, look, you weren't doing this, you weren't doing this, you weren't doing this. And and ultimately, that can be the tool that uh, that you use to, to help get rid of that person. So we've talked about three so far, three really important um, reasons why we should have job descriptions, written job descriptions. Number one, they clarify what kind of skills that we're hiring for and what what, what the position is going to entail. Number two, the job description can also give a a sense of our, our church culture, our organizational culture. Number three, the job description spells out very clearly what the responsibilities and duties of that particular position are. Number four, and this this is very similar to the last one. Number four is performance management. Um, the written job description provides a, a basis to to review an employee's uh, work performance. Um, it's going to be the basis whereby you 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 know, do their semi-annual or annual uh, performance review. It's going to be the basis of whether or not they get a salary increase. Um, It's going to help them set goals. And it's also going to help them on their growth path in your organization. So a written job description is going to let you know, as the manager or the leader the supervisor, whether or not that employee is doing their job. And then, as we said before, it's going to be the basis for any discipline that needs to be taken up to termination. And of course, we don't like to think that way, especially in the, in the, uh, the context of the church. But you know the fact is, sometimes um, we end up hiring the wrong person, or sometimes we even end up hiring the right person, but they just don't work out in the job. And so um, having a written job description is going to give us a guide to help that person either get better or to get gone. So performance management, and you know, um, obviously, if you're a good leader, if you're a good manager, you want to help your people get better, and you want to help them go farther in their career, and and this is uh, whether we're in ministry or whether we're in the, in the business world, and so having a, a written job description is going to help you help them, because if there's areas that they're coming short in, you can work with them, and, 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 and Um, coming up to speed on these areas. You can work with them in the areas that they're lacking. But if it's all kind of fuzzy and all kind of cloudy because we haven't written it down, it's going to be hard to help them. So a written job description is going to help you as the manager lead better and help your people get better. And then number five, number five, you know, when we're talking about, uh, you know, talking in the context of the church, whether or not we should have written job descriptions or, or some other nonprofit, it's easy to kind of forget the fact that most churches um, are made up of a small paid staff and a large volunteer staff, and and this is this is the way it is really in churches all over the world. Most churches have have a, have a fairly lean especially small churches, have a fairly lean paid staff and, and a much larger volunteer staff. And it's easy to think that because a person is a volunteer that, that a job description is not important. But I think this is the wrong way to look at it. When you as the leader, whether you're the pastor or the associate pastor or the, the executive pastor who's, who's managing people in the church or whether you're the CEO or a manager or a supervisor— When you take the time to clearly define the roles of volunteers in your church with a written job description, what you've done is you've just elevated that position and added so much more value to it. A written job description gives that role much, much more value then if you just think of that person, oh, that's just the volunteer that comes in and helps a few days a week, or that's just the volunteer that comes in and works you know, one or two Sundays a week or one or two Sundays a month in, in, in the kids' ministry. When they have a written job description, it adds such a sense of importance. It elevates that job, and it really adds a, a little bit more weight to that position and it also gives that person it gives that volunteer a much much greater sense of ownership so don't just write job descriptions for the people that the church pays but also write them for your volunteers because you know we want our volunteers to have very clear um, guidelines as well we want them to know what we expect of them Because let's face it, just because somebody's a volunteer doesn't mean that they're always going to be a good fit for the job. And so by spelling out exactly what we expect from them and 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 what we want them to do, we're we're elevating their job, but we're also making it easier to know if they're doing that job or not. And sometimes we look at volunteers and we're just happy with whoever we can get. But you know, that's not leadership. Leadership is we want the best person in the right position. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure people are are functioning within their spiritual gifts. We want people um, operating in in areas that they want to operate in. I mean, sure, there's times when we we just need people to get a job done. But as our church gets bigger, as our organization gets bigger, we want to put the right people in the right position. And a written job description is going to help you do just that. Well, now it's your turn. What do you think? Does your church, does your organization have written job descriptions? And if not, why not? And if you do have written job descriptions, where did you get them? Did you just cut and paste from the internet? Did you make them yourself? I'd be curious to know. So let me know what your thoughts are on this. Do you disagree with me? Do you think that maybe um, churches don't need written job descriptions? Either way, I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com. Leave your question or your comment in the comment section for today's post. And while you're at davidspell.com, make sure you subscribe to get my free newsletter. I send out three posts a week, and subscribing will make sure that you don't miss a single issue. And subscribers also get my free monthly subscribers-only newsletter. It's full of extra leadership tips, um, pictures and anecdotes and stories about what Annie and I are doing in Brazil, and so much more. So make sure you sign up today. Well, now it's time for this week's resource highlight. And you know, as we're talking about this really important human resource subject, the idea of having job descriptions, I want to highlight my, my book, Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. Um, this is a re-release of my, my leadership book. It's got so many new chapters. It's been revised. It's been updated. And there are so many great chapters on leadership, management, supervision, Setting goals, time management, and just so much great information that's going to help you. All the chapters are short and they're designed to be immediately actionable. So check out Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. There'll be a link in the show notes. I know you will love it. Well, friends, thanks for being with me today. As always, I enjoy hearing from you, so make sure you check out davidspell.com. Leave me a comment. Let me know you're listening to the show. And until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.